I'm Patrick, but if you're a host of ITM, and today we're going to talk about what you can do to negotiate with these multi-billion dollar companies. There's generally two different types of thinking when you think about negotiating. A lot of people think negotiation is all about a bunch of one-night stands. Let me explain to you what I mean by that, which is, you know, you do business with them, you get what you want, you win, they lose, and you walk away, you never have to do business ever again. And sometimes that's what you want in business, but that's not how you negotiate with billion-dollar companies. See, negotiating with a billion-dollar company is you're dealing with pros, you're dealing with sharks, you're dealing with people that have sat in rooms of you're dealing with people that know how to read body language, that know how to look at your eyes, that know how to read through the BOS. This is not a you know, getting a 19-year-old kid to buy a $5,000 program you have on your website. That's a whole different story. There's a lot of guys doing that right now online. I'm talking about really sitting in a boardroom with a $515 billion company with 20 board members around there asking you why they ought to do business with you. And you're able to look at them without any fear, nervousness on saying, this is why I think this makes sense to do business. So how do you go about doing that? That's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. So business. Look, here's a couple of things you got to keep in mind. It's a mindset. Um, a lot of people watch Boiler Room. Oh, my gosh, I want to be able to negotiate like this guy. You know, man, only if I can negotiate like the guy in Wolf of Wall Street. Only if I can negotiate like, you know, this other guy. The story doesn't end well. The story doesn't end well. It may be a great movie. I mean, I watch it. They're all fascinating. Believe me, I watch them as well. It's entertaining. But it doesn't end well. When you're, when you're dealing with uh, these types of guys, there's a different approach you need to take. It's not the, you know, you hear people saying, typically when I negotiate, here's what you say to be able to get what you want. They'll make sure you ask him this for this because you're going to have an edge on them. You're going to have this nonsense. That's all nonsense. You got to throw all that stuff out. All of that stuff. And I'll explain to you why. Okay. All that stuff out. When I hire somebody or I recruit somebody, or I do business with somebody, or I bring a vendor in, this is my conversation. And I've said this so many times, and sometimes it doesn't work out because that's not what they were looking for. I'll say, look, I'm not doing business with you for six months. I'm not hiring you for 12 months. I'm not working with you for 24 months. I plan on being in business with you for the rest of my life. I plan on doing business with you for as long as possible. That's what my plan is. My plan isn't to just do business with you for six or 12 months. My plan isn't just for you to work with me for six or 12 months. I'm looking for long-term relationships and long-term business relationships. So you win, I win, and we continuously grow. Is that what you're looking for? When you look at partnerships, I've been doing business with the same carriers for quite some time, same staff that have been with me for 10 plus years, same agents that have been with me 10, 11 plus years. I've lost many throughout the time and I've made a lot of mistakes myself. Believe me, I'm not saying I haven't made the mistakes. Many people chose not to work with me, but for the most part, I am very clear up front for people to know that this is what my expectation is. And I'm going to do this. I expect this from you. And if we do this, we have a winning formula together. So let me cover with you 11 points on how to negotiate with billion dollar companies for you to know what they're thinking about before you sit with them. So here's my mindset before I go in 
to uh, 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 sit down with a $515 billion company and I'm asking them how to negotiate, $12 billion company, $193 billion company, $220 billion company. These are all companies that have sat with their CEOs and their executives and their accountants and their attorneys and they're looking at you in the eye saying, can you deliver? So let me cover a few things with you. One, first question to ask, if I were them, would I do business with me? It's my first question I ask, always. And you gotta be able to answer it. Many times I couldn't say yes. Let me say it one more time. If I were them, would I do business with me? Why is that important to ask? Well, are you there yet? Are you somebody that's serious about this business? Are you still one foot in, one foot out? Are you still trying it out? Why should they do business with you if you're not all in? Why should they even consider you if you're just kind of trying it out? Why should they do business with you if you're looking for a one night stand type of an opportunity? Why should they do business with you if you're a transitional relationship person that's coming and leaving? Why should they? Why should that person or that company decide to want to do business with you? And when you do that, when you do that question, you got to be very brutally honest with yourself. This is not a time to pump yourself up. This is a time to take emotion out and purely bring the logic in and say, pa, 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 I still got work to do. Point number two. What value do I bring to them? What value do I bring to them? You notice I'm not telling you ask this question and ask that question. Not at all. I'm going to show you where you don't have to ask any questions. You simply present. What value do I bring to them? Do I bring value? What is the value? How do I bring value? What areas am I good in? How them associating with me, what has it helped them do, right? These are questions you're asking. Number three. What are you bringing to the table? Forget the value. What are you bringing to the table? Is there a new relationship you bring into the table? Is there an investment you bring into the table? Is there a contract you bring into the table? Is there volume you bring in? What do you bring into the table? What does that number look like? What does that thing you look like that you bring into the table? Four, what is your track record? So your track record, what have you done? What is the things that you've done? What does your numbers look like? What are you going to bring to the table? What does your past look like? And by the way, typically when you're doing business with companies that have a lot of money, and you're dealing with you know billion, multi-billion dollar companies, they have investigators, they have people that are online investigators, they have people that go and call every single person in the past. I've done business with a company, several of them, this isn't just one of them. One of the companies I did business with, in advance, they did a, a background check on me, it was probably three, 400 pages that they sent me, and I looked at how far back they went before they said they'll do business with me. How far back? 13, 14 years old, 18 years old, 16 years old, 19 years old, military, driving record, HIPAA, health, every single thing before they decide to do business with me because they'll say, here's what we need to know about you before we do business with you. So what is my track record? Have I delivered? Why did that relationship not work out? What happened over here? You can't make things up and say, oh, I was the best guy and you were not. They're going to figure those things out. So track record on who you were while you're doing business with them is very important. Five, have we shown progress of improving before we ask for what we want? So if I go and I'm sitting there with a carrier, I'm sitting there with a vendor or a partner, and I want to ask them to increase something to so, so the agents can be getting paid more money, and you know I'm very transparent with our guys, so they'll generally know here's what's going to look like. You know, have we, have we ourselves shown progress? You know, if, if the numbers are flat, you don't have leverage. If the numbers are like this, you don't have leverage. You don't, especially if the uptick is not looking good. If you have progress, you have leverage. If you don't have progress, there is no leverage. So what are you here for? So you better believe if there's no this, they're not sitting there, you know, excited about you. And by the way, 
the, the, the Fortune 100 companies that you negotiate with or multi-billion dollar companies you negotiate with, they don't care about your relationship. There is no friendship. They may have a beer with you because they want to do business with you. They may take you out to a fancy restaurant, spend $600 like they did the other night, but they're not doing it because they like the way you look or your family or your kids. No, they're, they're doing it because they're going to make money off you. They have, they have shareholders they have to answer to. Most of these guys are not mutual companies. And if they're mutual companies, they have to report their numbers. And if they don't hit their numbers, they're no longer part of the company. Regardless, they have numbers to perform. So, so they're not sitting there saying, oh, you're so sweet. I like you. Yeah, we'll do business with you. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in that world. Six, are we a match? Are you bringing what type of business they're looking for? Are you, are you taking them into a market they want to get into? Are, are you taking them into a certain demographic or age, ethnicity, or certain thing that they want to go into? Are you bringing that to them? Are you bringing that to them? You know, if, if, just look at a basketball. If a basketball team already has a center and you're another center and another center, team's not going to have three strong centers. They may have two and a backup. They may have one and a backup, and that's it. They're not going to constantly get it. Are you a match with this company that you're asking, whatever you're asking for? Seven. Are we constantly showing expansion? Are you expanding? Are you scaling? This is different than progress because there's a lot that can have progress, but they're all in one office. You're still progress, but it's all in the same location. Are you expanding? Are you going to new territories? Are you going to new markets? Are you going to new places you've never been before? Is that happening to your business? Eight, are your figures growing at a 50% rate? You know, if you can say we're growing at 5% rate, no one's interested. You got to show some numbers. You're going in there asking for things and you're not growing at 50%, 100% rate. They're not generally interested. They want to know who is this guy that's putting up some numbers. Here's what our numbers look like. Here's what we're doing. This is our track record. Here's how we've grown. You already know the numbers we're putting up. Dot, dot, dot. So are you growing at that pace? Very critical. Nine, are they in place? Are they in a place where they're willing to invest resources to grow their company, are they going into a year where it's about getting tighter with spending? See, these are important questions to ask. I like to ask these questions because I want to know, listen, just because companies are a $515 billion company or $420 billion company or $12 billion company doesn't mean they have all the money in the world to cut checks and do all this. Not at all. There are times where the market's bad and they're hit by oil, they're hit by mortgage crisis, they're hit by election, they're hit by market, they're hit by you know, what happened in war. You have no idea. These are important questions to ask. And generally, a lot of that information is out there for you. But these are important questions for you to be asking on where they're at. You can't just go in there and, you know, power play yourself. It'd be a very short-term relationship, okay? Uh, 10, what kind of goals do they have for the following year? What do you guys want to do next year? What are you going to be doing the following year? What do you want to do? What are your main goals? Is it volume? Is it expansion? Is it market? Is it territory? Is it a certain product? Is it a launch of a product? Are you trying to go international? What is your goal? What is your focus? What do you want to do? They'll generally tell you, this is what we had. When you guys had your last quarter or conference call, what was the calls all about? What was the focus mainly all about? It's important to know because if there's a real partnership, you want to contribute. It's not about just to know to have an edge. You play that game, people eventually feel how you are and they don't want to do business with you long term. You may have one victory. You may have a couple small victories. But the bigger you get, your rep spreads very, very quickly, very, very quickly. You can have all the enemies in the world that want to say negative things about you, but the people that were in there making money with you, guess what they know about you? If I go into business with this guy, we're going to make money. If I go into business with this girl, I'm going to make money. If I go into business with this group, we're going to make money no matter what anybody else says. Their track record shows this. We like and we like doing business with them. 
And a point number 11 is, have we earned the right to ask for more? I think a lot of times people, you know, just want to go in and ask, ask, ask. You know, rule of thumb, typically don't ask for big things from anybody that you're doing business with. My number is two to four years. You know, you, you ask, you ask, you ask, eventually they mute you out. It's two to four years, you know, unless if you're somebody that's absolutely crushing it and you are dominating the market with them, then they don't have a problem because they know how important of a relationship this is. And if you come too demanding, you'll, you, many of these companies are also human beings. They have their own egos. They have their own positions that they have. They, want, they don't want to be pushed around and bullied around by somebody. They can cut relationships too. You know, you got to understand that there's respect involved. These people are not only in business to make money. They also have a position that they're proud of. They also have, you know, amount of years that they put into business. These are people with a pulse. They, they bleed. There's a reason why they made to this level because they have a lot of pride on where they got to. And I'm not talking in a negative way. When a basketball player has gotten his team to a certain point, there's a certain level of pride. There's a certain level of fire. You're not talking to somebody, hey, come and push me around and ask for things. That's not going to happen. But when you do that, so now people say, so now what do you do? I simply restate every one of these points. What do you mean by that, Pat? Let me tell you. Listen, if I were you, I'd do business with me. Here's why. Here's what we bring to the table with you, okay? Here's the value we bring to you. Here's our track record. We like you because you've done this. I think you like us because we do this. We've been progressing. You know our numbers. I believe we're a match. We're constantly expanding our business. We've been growing at a 58% rate. Um, based on what you told me and where your market is right now with the company, I feel it's a good fit for us to do business now. You told me your goals for the following year. We can help you hit it. And I believe we won't earn the right to ask you for X, Y, Z. It's simple. It isn't that complicated. And when you do that and you sit there and negotiate it with that group, they sit out there and say, okay, let us think about it. It's not going to be, I need to know an answer now. I don't do it that way. I said, when can you give me an answer? Friday, five o'clock. Fair enough. Many times they'll say no. And I'll say, okay. In my mind, I may say, you know, I haven't earned it yet, or I may regroup and ask why not, and they'll give me an explanation. Well, because your numbers are this, 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 and we'd like to see this. And then I'll say, by when would you want to see this? And if we do this, can you do this? And they may say, no, we, no matter when you ever do this, this is not something we're going to, you know, work with you on. Okay, great. How about if I do this? Okay, this. But then there's a discussion. This isn't like, you know, positioning and power play. You know, honestly, the, when you work with these guys, yes, they're, shar they're sharks. Yes, they're pros. Yes, they are. But, you know, they want to make money. So if you have a way for them to make money, they're open to it. And if it's something that's aligned with their philosophy and where they're going, they'll generally be open with it. But you can you can pull off all those magic tricks that people teach and all these other negotiators teach you. you say this, look at me, throw a drop. You can do all those, you know, lotion potion type of stuff that people talk about. When it comes down to dealing with people who know what they're doing, you better bring your A game and just be real with people. Do not play games with people. They don't like that. You don't like that. They definitely don't like that. And they can read through the BS. And, uh, you know, it, it may not be a good negotiating trip for you now, maybe two years from now, maybe three years from now, maybe five years from now, but 10 years from that, they're eventually going to say, this is a real partner we're going to do business with. And that takes time. But if you're a long-term type of person and that reputation goes out there that you're a long-term type of person, People eventually will get past, you know, whether they like you or not, they'll get past the fact that at least I respect the fact that this person is a stand-up person and they deliver and they're working their butts off to make sure their number's being hit. So go through this on 11 things to be thinking about 
before you negotiate with multi-billion dollar companies. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.